Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. This is One Question Monday, where Dr. Peyton, physical therapist and instructor at Evlo, and myself, I'm Shannon, we just break down a quick common question that we get. We try to be as concise as possible. So welcome, Peyton. Thank you. All right, let's dig in. So what I first want to talk about is some misconceptions behind cardio and why people tend to use cardio in the wrong ways. So the first thing that comes to mind is people increase their cardio for weight loss to accelerate weight loss. This is a common question that we get. Oh, I, I have more fat to lose. I've been told I need to do more cardio. We always say weight loss is primarily nutrition. And the reason for that, and I talked about this in many other episodes, so I apologize if I'm a broken record, but the reason for that has to do with how we expend energy. When you add more activity in the short term, your energy expenditure increases. So you burn more calories throughout the day. But as you continue that same activity, your energy expenditure diminishes as your body adapts to that new activity. So basically in the beginning, you'll, you'll burn more calories. If you add a bunch of more cardio or whatever, you'll burn more calories in the beginning, and then your calories will start to drop again back towards your baseline. So it's really not a long-term solution to just add more cardio for fat loss, if that's your goal. So we like to say, focus on your nutrition, not how much you're exercising. So there's that, but cardio is awesome for heart health. And Peyton, do we want to talk about how much cardio we recommend for just overall health? And longevity. So the the gold standard of, of recommendation seems to be that 150 minute mark of light to moderate intensity cardio. So that's what we recommend as well. And I think that people could find maybe that daunting at first when they hear that, because especially if you're following something like a strength training program or doing something, it might seem, oh my gosh, it's all this extra on top. But really the good thing about light to moderate intensity cardio is that we can kind of get it and place it throughout the day. So it, it's, I like to think of my light to moderate intensity cardio as I, I try to find ways where I can incorporate that. So it becomes much less daunting, much less of a quote unquote exercise and more to just something I'm doing for, for my heart, for clearing my head and, and all of those good things. So there's lots of opportunities and lots of activities that can fall under this category. Yeah. I think I, when I'm at the grocery store, I just walk a little faster. Yeah. And like get my heart rate up a little bit more, walk a little faster. It all adds up. You would be really shocked. And what this like to light to moderate intensity cardio looks like is, um, instead of like going based on heart rate, like beats per minute, we like to say perception of effort more than anything. So this light to moderate intensity cardio is anything where you can easily hold a conversation while you're doing it. Another way to think about it is can you breathe in and out through your nose, but you're getting to the point where maybe it might be difficult to breathe in and out through your nose. Like you're kind of wanting to start to breathe in and out through your mouth. So that could be a way to gauge it. So you want your heart rate kind of lightly elevated, definitely a little bit above what's comfortable, but you're not like huffing and puffing by any means. You're not like really exhausting yourself. So again, you can really like Peyton said, really weave this into your day 10 minute walks every day. And then combine that with like, you know, your daily activities. Maybe you're going up and down the stairs a little faster. Maybe you go up and down the stairs like four times and fit in five minutes here and there. Um, I think that it can be really 
achievable for most people to get in those 150 minutes. I also want to say, cause I had someone bring this up. Um, someone was like, Oh, if you are recommending this 150 minutes, does that mean that you are now recommending fitness watches? Mm, yeah. And I think that that's a totally fair question because it's like, that seems like this number that we would want to track. And I always say, we don't really track it. It's totally a rough estimate. You do not need to get 150 minutes on the dot. And if you get 140, then you're not going to be healthy. Right, it's just right. a, it's just a rough estimate. Um, so don't feel like you need to track this exactly. If you're walking most days and you're active and you're moving, you're probably getting enough. Yes. Definitely. I feel like people can get in the weeds with yet another thing to track. And so finding ways to incorporate it and make it feel like a part of your lifestyle can be a great way to, to just get, get it in without even really getting to a point where you're not even having to think about it. Cause I'm, I'm someone personally, I don't like to track basically anything. So I, I can totally relate to that. And that could seem, I could maybe put someone down a path if they have an unhealthy relationship with tracking or with a fitness tracker, feeling overwhelmed by that. And we don't want it to be that type of recommendation in the least. Yes. Yes. So let's go over options of what you could do, what this light to moderate intensity cardio looks like. Pain, do you want to come yeah. to that? So in the Ethel world, that would look like our low impact cardio verse that Shannon teaches on Mondays. Uh, we have a large library of past classes um, that you could go through. So if it's something that you really like to do, something it's a class that you could incorporate every day, um, which is really fun because some people don't like to go on walks or it's, you know, coming up on winter and you might live in a place where walks aren't really feasible outside for you. So it's a really great way to be able to pop on a 15 minute class and, and have it be really fun and, and easy to follow. We also have some recovery day cardio classes that are kind of similar, but titled titled something different that could be um, under fall under this category, as well as our more advanced light to moderate cardio uh, class, which is called F flow. And we recommend this for members who've been with us for a while and who enjoy the flow and strengthen class that we have. And this incorporates some power flows as well as some cardio within those power flows. So all three of those from an Evlo perspective fall under that category. And then there's all kinds of fun activities outside of Evlo that we definitely encourage. You do not have to get all of this just from Evlo. Um, and I certainly do not. So the biggest one being walks. We are, we're big fans of walks around here for so many reasons, but they, they really fall well under this category. Um, and then depending on your fitness level, some people find that they could, they could put light jogs under this category that can get a little bit, a little bit dicey. You, you want to make sure that you're not going, you know, above that level where you'd still be able to maintain a conversation. But if you enjoy jogging, I'm not someone who enjoys it. So this does not fall under the category for me personally, but if you're someone who enjoys it, this could, could be something and you're a proficient runner. This could be something that you easily incorporate as well. Just some light jogging. Um, other things that come to mind, bike riding, again, easy bike riding. We're not talking about going up and down hills and, you know, do getting, getting your like fastest times or anything like that. But that same rules apply in terms of the, what you're looking for in terms of, am I doing too much and, um, things like swimming, easy, easy swimming. Um, and am I missing it? Dancing, having fun, Dancing. do it. Any, My- anything that you can have fun with. This is a really fun category, in my opinion. 
It totally is. It's like feel good fun. It's yeah. like, it's not going to, we don't want it to be overly stressful because if it's over, if your cardio is consistently over, overly stressing your body, you might not be progressing from your strength workouts. So we want to keep this light enough on your central nervous system that you're seeing the cardiac benefits, but you're not having the interference effect from your strength workouts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And then let's just quickly brush, um, on HIT. So HIT is high intensity interval training. It's heavily researched and there's lots of benefits of HIT. Again, we're not recommending HIT to accelerate weight loss. Again, same things apply with energy expenditure and it's just not effective for weight loss. But uh, there are lots of other metabolic and heart health benefits. However, we always say HIT can be, again, stressful for a lot of people. It's more stressful for your central nervous system. So it might not be the best like modality for everyone right now, because some people, if your joints aren't tolerating it, if you're coming from a place where you're overly stressed, you might not be adding hit right now. You might be focusing on your strength and your light to moderate intensity cardio stay there for a little while. What happens to a lot of people is they find that they get to a place where they're like, Oh, I feel good now. Now I can add the hit. Now I can add this extra layer. So that's what we recommend And we always say keeping them really short, because again, these workouts are going to be more systemically stressful. And so we don't want to add a ton of systemic stress to our bodies. So we always say like, you know, five, 10, 15 minute sessions of intervals where you're doing max effort for, you know, 30, 45 seconds, and then you're taking a break and then you're repeating max all out effort. This could look like our cardio burst class, where we're doing things like jump squats and high knees. It could be bike sprints. It could be hill sprints. It could be uh, swimming sprints. Anything that, again, you are having to exude maximum effort for a very brief period of time. And then you take a brief break and then you repeat interval style for 20 minutes max. And then we always say like, you know, one to two of those type of workouts per week, max. I like to do one of those a week. I actually, well, we integrate a little bit of hit into our Friday Evo class, but it's very, very brief. Um, but I tend to think you've got to kind of play with that a little bit to figure out what the sweet spot is for you and what you can recover from. Right. And you've got previous episodes that people could go back to and previous blog posts about how to measure your recovery. Cause that'll be a key indicator for if you're feeling really good, but you're not sure if you're, if your hit sessions are interfering with your recovery um, and therefore with your muscle growth, go back to those episodes and we could maybe even link them in the show notes and, and use, utilize some of those tools to tell if you're recovering well. And if you're not, it might be, okay, maybe I'm not ready systemically for those hit sessions, even though my joints are feeling good and mentally I'm feeling maybe a little bit more ready might take a little bit more time in uh, before you add them in, or maybe you don't ever add them in at all. They're not, They're not a requirement in terms of having a really healthy lifestyle in terms of your heart health. You could really stick with that low to moderate cardio and then your strength training and be golden. I agree because here's the thing. You're going to get high intensity work. If you're doing our strength training workouts, it is high. It high intensity doesn't have to mean like jumping around and moving fast when you're lifting adequate weight and you're getting close to that failure point. It feels very intense. Your heart rate can get all the way up to peak. So it's just kind of icing on the cake in our world. Like it's not necessary. And especially if you're like, I I am not feeling so great. That's gotta be the first thing to go is the hit. 
Yes. And then taper back the cardio and try to keep your strength training as the cornerstone and cardio is really on top of your strength training. Agreed. Okay. Did we cover, did we cover it all? Did we miss it? Yeah. I think we got it. Okay. Amazing. Thank you all for listening. We will see you all next time. Bye for now.